Hello, and welcome back to the Bad Wires Podcast. It is your host, Vincent Racanelli, and this is episode 12. So today is going to be an episode full of unpopular opinions, because I have a lot of opinions on our topics. First of is Apple is planning to scan U.S. or United States-based iPhones for child abuse imagery. So Apple intends to install software on American iPhones to scan for child abuse imagery, according to people debriefed on its plans, raising alarm among security researchers who warn it could open the door to surveillance of millions of people's personal devices. Apple detailed its proposed system known as Neural Match to some academics earlier this week. Earlier, according it to two security researchers briefed on the virtual meeting, the plans could be published, could be publicized more widely as soon as this week, they said. The automated system would probably proactively alert a team of human reviewers if it believes illegal imagery is being detected. Who would they contact? They would contact law enforcement, of course, if the material can be verified. The scheme will, the scheme will initially roll out not only in the U.S., Apple declined to comment when Ars Technica tried to get a comment on this. The proposals Apple's attempting are to find a compromise between its promise to protect privacy and ongoing demands from, cons- from uh, consumers and governments. So, this is crazy. Very crazy. I'm just going to say this right now. This is crazy. Yeah. Now, I'm always a person that will switch between Apple and iPhone. I mean, Wait, sorry, what? iPhone and Android. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always a person that swaps between the two major OSs. And I'm just like, I will literally forever stick to an Android if this happens. Yeah, I'm feeling that way too. Because it's not that I'm even... It's not like I'm doing anything suspicious. It's no, that I, that I don't want someone to be able. I don't want a machine to look at photos or view my camera spontaneously, then send it over to humans so that humans can look at the pictures, so that the law can look at the pictures. That's just. Yeah. Too many hands, okay? My hands are the only one who's supposed to be viewing my things, okay? Digital locks are supposed to be perfect. We cannot create, we cannot give the government or even Apple a key to our locks, okay? Here, let me use a metaphor right now. Would you rather have someone read your brain or everything on your phone? Probably, uh, probably everything on my phone. I don't know about that. I would choose everything in my brain because I don't have that good of a memory. And your phone remembers everything. Everything you do on your phone, your phone remembers. It doesn't really be that way for your brain. Your brain forgets things. Phones. They have RAM. They can remember. So I say this is a attempt. This is just 
yeah, I'm gonna beat. I'm gonna bleep everything out, which is I don't did that because now I'm gonna have to edit it out, which is kind of annoying. But I'll do that later, of course. But this is a f okay. Oh, Fucking like, bad idea. Like I, I get him to like do everything, like to like keep things safe. But like it's gonna be a lot of false flaggings, actually, and it's gonna be sent over to people to look at it and like. That's literally an invasion of privacy, and 90% of the time, all that kind of imagery is never really saved on an iPhone. If you ask, if you ask me, it's probably going to be saved on something else. Of course, they're going to they're going to store everything in a gigantic server server in some building, and I don't want my data being stored anywhere but my phone. Well, I was, I was uh, referring to where they're near um. The images they would count as inappropriate, uh, where it were like where they would be stored. I just I don't think people would, would be storing the iPhone. Building. Of course, because they're not going to let you have the chance to delete anything. No, I'm talking. They're going yeah, to yeah. download it themselves and keep it on their servers and tag it with your name. I was referring to like where the uh, images like on on the um, user's phone would be, and not. I, I just think no one would actually say that kind of stuff on their phone. I think it'd be somewhere hmm. else. If, if you ask me, it'd probably be somewhere else. Well, nah, people slip up. Like, they do. I keep my phone on me everywhere. If they were able to access my live camera, that's bad. It, let's say it I, was, I, I was doing something I really shouldn't be doing. And they access my live camera and they just take, I don't know, a picture every a minute or so or every five minutes. Well, guess what? They're going to have a picture of that. Or let's say they record a audio sample for five for five seconds every five minutes. They're gonna have that. It's just this is like a crack in the boat, okay? If you leave that crack there, you oh, will fuck. stink. Okay? We need to patch this crack and just move on. I know so they're trying to do a good thing. It, but... I, it is. It's very, bad. They're all like kind of been bad things, but in reality, it's just literally not only because like, it's not only not going to work, but it's also just from a bunch of pressure from people who like go nuts over it. Mm -hmm. This is just not the way. It is not the way. You can stop it. So let's move on. All right. Google's Whitechapel SOC is officially. Google Tensor. Nice. Uh, Google has posted an official sneak peek of its um, upcoming six, Pixel 6 flagship. And uh, there are official pictures and confirmation in many tweet storms and teaser websites, according to um, this. Uh, and what do you think about this? Because so, I don't know much about Pixel 6 flagship or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm usually like the phone guy over here. So, yeah. okay. This is very uh, it's it's very googly that they would release their stuff googly it, yeah it's it's very googly and i'm finally they finally gave it a name besides the just uh system on a chip name and if you want to hear more about a very interesting discussion on phones we are going to have a bonus episode soon oh, about man. a very interesting reddit post that i put out about phones actually i haven't told asher yet so <laughs> wow yeah. you're famous it's, like, it's a surprise oh, yeah, episode. 
Not well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So uh me and someone else are going to be doing that bonus episode. Mm-hmm. So Probably watch out me. for it. Oh yeah, no, I I had um I won't say his name out loud on this show, but I'll I'll on DM it to you later. So, the chip is officially called Google Tensor. It's described by the company as the brand new chip designed by Google, custom made for pixels. The highlight of Tensor is that it can process Google's most powerful AI and ML models directly on the Pixel 6. You'll see a transform experience for the camera, speech recognition, and many other Pixel 6 features. So Google said it in its post today, speech recognition is another fundamental technology where you will see huge improvement in the Pixel 6. Google Tensor also allows its users to make a big leap into voice commands, translation, captioning, and dictation, which is great because right now I've had some problems with Google Assistant, okay? Google Assistant, it's better than Siri, definitely, but it's not perfect. So I think we should move on now that, because that's just like a little PSA. Yeah. Uh, another unpopular opinion. Man. Google will be killing very old versions of Android next month. So Google no. will start a very old Android devices to tell them it's time to say goodbye. Starting September 27th, devices running Android 2.3.7 and lower will no longer be able to log into Google services, effectively <laughs> a big portion of on-rails Android experience. As Google puts its official, as Google puts it in its official community post, if you sign on to your devices after Google 27th, you may get a username or password errors when you try to use Google products and services like Gmail, YouTube, and Maps. Android is one of the most cloud-based operating systems ever. Especially in older versions, many included apps and services are tied to your Google login. If that stops working, you're done for. Okay? You just can't use pretty much anything with a G on it. No Play Store? No Maps? Oh, not- but Android uses P Store. I think you usually like, go get a bunch of other stuff you actually want to download so, stuff now. Now, this is only if you are past Android 5. So anything beyond, I mean, anything before, I think it was Jelly Bean, I think. That, no, I think it's Lollipop. Yeah, it's Lollipop. So anything before Lollipop will be out of the running. Well, I mean, how old are these devices that are going to be out of the running? So I think Gingerbread was launched in 2010. Well, yeah, these are kind of old, though. I mean, like, I could understand why they're killing them off at this point. But... No, okay, so I'm in the notes, I would like you to scroll down, and I, will, and I will put this image in the, um, what's it called? In the, uh, oh. in the description. So oh, that makes sense now. That makes sense. Every single uh, of the um, Android di- distribution upon every Android OS. So we're currently on Android 10, or that's the newest good one on here. I think we're up on to 12 by now, I think, actually. Android. Yeah, okay, we're, so we're up on to Android 12, so this one is a little old, but this will give you a great, a good idea. So my favorite is Jelly Bean, because that's the first Android operating system I used. So I kind of have like a relationship with that one. Um, 
Dean. That is running. But I also like lollipop too, so that's not that bad. So lollipop, marshmallow, nougat, Oreo, and pie. So pretty much anything relatively modern are gonna be fine. But if you're running jelly bean, ice cream sandwich, or Kit Kat, you soon, not now, not in the next month, but in the years to come, they will be sunsetting your devices because of well, security issues. And I'm just going to say that I don't like this. I, I just really don't like it. I would like them to support old Android versions as long as possible. Especially yeah. because as much as Android is an open source system, it's not really open source. Because imagine an Android phone without the App Store. Or the Play Store, as they call it. Exactly. It's literally not Android phone anymore. Like, just, uh, this, it was literally phone. so bad. Huawei is making their own custom version of, of Android when they got kicked off the Play Store. They, they're now trying to make their own store because they're like, no one's going to buy our phones if they don't have the Play Store. They had to make up a some kind of app store. Because everyone likes apps. Everyone needs a way to install apps. And this is a problem. Now that everyone with Android Gingerbread is gone. And you might be asking, well, why are people using such old Android versions? I'm like, well, guess what? Not everyone lives in the U.S. Some people live in India. And in India, guess so. Actually, well, a lot of people in get in India. let me go on a little tangent here. Asher. Can you do me a guess how much Android represents of the phone worldwide market? Probably a good 50 to 60%. It's 70% last I checked. Yikes, I'm a little behind. Well, I should probably a bit behind. It's going to have like this number, probably. That's insane. Yeah. So, literally 70% of the phone market in the world uses Android. So there are going to be people who are still on gingerbread, dude. Yikes. Because sometimes they don't, they don't have enough money to afford something new. So it's just... Uh, sorry, let me reconnect. It's not 70%. It's 73%. So add a couple hundred, add a couple thousand people here or there. So it's just, this is bad for the users. It's great for Google, but it's bad for the users. And I understand from a business perspective why they're doing this. But as a user, I would be pissed right now. Because guess what? I can still use, what, an iPhone 6? Yeah. Like, right behind me, I have an iPad Air. What, I think that released in, like, what? Uh, let's see. When, I, don't I don't know. I don't keep up with when they release their crap. Yeah, release dates are kind of hard to think. Uh, well, uh... Oh. Uh, why does it always pull up like the first, like the newest one? I'm like, I want the iPad Air one. Okay, sorry, yeah. November twenty twenty three. 
I can still use that iPad right now, okay? If I wanted to, I could use the iPad right now. Let's say I wanted to use the iPhone 6. It's not fully supported right now, but it runs iOS 12 right now, which is very functional. I can still involve, I can still use apps on it. Why is is iPhone 6 run iOS 12? Can you not update it? No. So Apple stopped the support of the iPhone 6 a couple years back. So they left it on iOS 12. I have 14.6. Yeah, I think you have the iPhone 6S. Or the, I know, uh, I have the SE. It's literally yeah. like iPhone 6. It's literally iPhone 6. It's just S- smaller. No, okay, so the like, SE is, is of a smaller version of the, of the iPhone S, uh, 6S. Oh, the 6S so, and not the 6? Yeah, the iPhone 6S is still supported today. And so is the SE. It's just the 6. That was the last phone they discontinued, right? Well, not discontinued. Stopped supporting. So no, maybe wait, the next couple years, the, the iPhone um, 6 will be discontinued and stop supporting. But the iPhone 6 released what? I think it was 2015. So Dang. it's like five years old. It's like five, six years old. I don't so think I'm I'll like, switch off the audio jack, man. Mm-hmm. The audio jack's too good for me, man. I, 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 don't, I don't prefer the battery life over the audio jack. I just like audio jack. That's just my opinion. Well, uh, oh, no. So I, I had the iPhone 7. I'm about to go. I'm about to go up to the iPhone 8 because the battery life on iOS 15 and Thanks, thank the missing headphone jack makes you want to cry. <laughs> yeah, I have to pay like nine dollars every other month because I but I need a new adapters. Um, adapters, I, dude. Well, because I use um I use the headphone jack for a lot of things. For plugging my phone into my AV system, I need one. For both sets of headphones, I need another. That's like a little. That's like thirty dollars right there. I'm just yeah, like, I'm like what? a charge and listen kind of guy. So like, unless they have like adapters for like, they do. Audio jack. It's just like, it's like why would they spend extra money? Like why? Why does like come with the phone? Like they're just basically yeah, minimizing like, everything. Like, like one of my things I'm know, thinking like, about getting is called the iPhone Dock. It's by Apple. They stopped selling it, so I'm gonna be able to use. But it does let you charge and listen at the same time. But I'm just like. Why do I want to pay fifty dollars? Like next thing you know, next thing you know, Apple's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, we're removing the um charging port to uh, um get more space for the um stuff." And now Bluetooth is the only thing that works on iPhone. Hey, hey, don't joke about that. There are reports that they are seriously thinking about it. No, 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 no. Okay, if that happens. I'm literally quitting Apple. I'm literally never using Apple in my life. I know, happens. right? Like, okay, okay, okay. Next. Okay, first you're gonna take our headphone jack. Now you're gonna take the lightning port. The reason why I don't want that happening is very. It's very like limited down to the kind of games I play. It's a, very, it's a very agreeable thing among, well, let's say the rhythm game community. Bluetooth has a stinky latency that everyone hates. It's just so trash. So everyone, of course. It's like Bluetooth, it's Bluetooth. Bluetooth is bad. It <laughs> Bluetooth has latency. always will have latency. I don't think there's like, I don't, I, I don't get why people still buy like a $60 controller. It's like, oh, yes, yeah, Bluetooth. But you can just plug it into the Xbox and you have less latency when you have a wired controller. It's like the most ridiculous ripoff ever. Yeah. But let's move on. Next. Yeah, yeah, I have been wanting to do that for a while. Okay. Critical Cobalt Strike Bug leaves botnet servers vulnerable to takedown. Well, 
Cobalt Strike is a legitimate security tool used by a penetration testers to emulate malicious activity on a network. Over the past few years, malicious hackers have been working uh, on the behalf of the nation state in search of profit and increasingly em embrace the software. Both the defender and attacker, it, it seems that it provides a collection of software packages that allowed effective, computer, effective computers and attack, attacker servers to interact in highly customizable ways. What do you think about this? So, I think this is just a bug. It'll run its course. And, uh, you know, eventually, it'll be gone. So, yeah, this is just going to be like um, Spectre and Meltdown. It'll eventually get yeah, fixed. Wait. Spectre and Meltdown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact, I used my, my my parents got Spectrum, and now they're going to switch to, like, tomorrow. After, like, so long. Yeah, Spectrum and Meltdown were gigantic bugs for oh, Intel processors. Yeah, Spectrum is just stinky, dude. It's yeah. just, like, it's, like, horrible. Don't use it. These are, like, yeah. the worst reviews on the internet at this point. Yeah, well, Spectre... Spectrum. is a very bad bug. Well, I'm thinking about Spectrum. I don't know if you if I misunderstood. I think I misunderstood you. Anyway. Yes, you did. I was trying to play Dang it off. It. Like, I was trying to play it off, like, so well. I was like, Spectre. Spectre. Dude. You should. It's the, it's the Minecraft. Like, I didn't hear what you said properly. I'm like, oh, a Spectrum bug? I'm like, yeah, Spectrum been wacky yeah, recently. Spectre and Meltdown. Spectrum and Meltdown. One of the biggest bugs for Intel processors. Dang. Well, um... Yeah, no one wants Spectre. No one wants Spectre. So... Both, both ones. No, no one wants yeah, both No one ones. wants Spectrum. No. no one wants Spectre. They're both <laughs> equally bad. So... Now, what do we have next? I think we only have a couple more topics, which is great. Halfway so, through. Yeah. This will only be a bug. It'll run its course. And talking about halfway through, I am halfway through of writing my next script for Neon Episode 2. So oh. Neon Episode 1 released a couple days ago. I know, the segues, right? Oh my gosh, no way. So Neon Episode 1 released five days ago officially. No. You have a solid marketing, but if you have not listened to that episode yet, do go ahead and listen to it. It's very good. So let's move on. That's incredible. Anyways, uh, what's next? SpaceX is previewing ruggedized Starlink dishes for vehicles, ships, and aircraft. So SpaceX says that Starlink's user terminals for moving vehicles will be ruggedized to withstand harsh environments with extreme levels of heat and cold. SpaceX has been seeking the FCC's permission to deploy terminals on moving vehicles since March and has provided new, tales, new details on its plan, which is in the application file Tuesday. So if you do not know what um, Starlink is, Starlink is SpaceX slash Elon Musk's attempt to give internet to everyone by doing satellite internet. Now, satellite internet was already a thing, and it's incredibly slow. Like, when I mean it's incredibly slow, it is incredibly slow. 
so he is going to he is trying to make it a little faster. This, of course, I am really simplifying this. It's a lot more complicated than I'm about to say, but yeah, it's basically satellite internet. Interesting. Uh so it's the standard Starlink user terminals will go into a thermal shutdown once it hit 102 Fahrenheit, which caused some outages for some beta users, while recognized terminals for moving vehicles won't move the problem for home internet users. SpaceX will presume, will hopefully try to make the next version of its home, home terminal more resistant to heat and cold. These ruggedized mm. will be for moving vehicles and will operate with a higher gain and lower transit power, thus maintaining a constant EIRP or, or effective isotropic radiated power compared to other SpaceX services. So it will communicate with SpaceX satellites that are visible on the horizon above a minimum elevation of 25 degrees. This is a quote from SpaceX CEO Elon Musk. Elon Musk! I hate Elon Musk. <laughs> Why do you hate him so much? All he does spends money on cool things. Why is he a jerk? What do you mean? I don't even know I don't even know who he is. Read any stories about working for Elon Musk. Yeah, he said, he's definitely not smart, is he? He said, The terminals for moving vehicles are intended for aircraft, ships, and large trucks and RVs. The terminal is much too big for Tesla cars or similar-sized passenger cars. So he is very, very well put in that this is only for industrial use. So we will not have internet, high-speed internet, hopefully, in our cars. And no! And I think, I think, what's our next topic? No. I might move around topics one second. So our no, topic no, 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 vehicles. So why don't we, why don't we have Asher tell you about some. No, <laughs> fine. Biden reveals lackluster new E policy. No plans to phase out gasoline. I totally want to talk about politics today, guys. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Love on it. Thursday, President Joe I don't know. I, I don't even pay attention to like the internet anymore. You Joe Biden. Not, I know. I'm gonna have to bleep that out because we can't be political on the podcast. You can't be political about this. I mean, yeah, I don't even pay attention that much. Okay, so I'll, I'll do it again. Think thir- life harder. Stay. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, man. Anyways, on Thursday, President Joe Biden announced that by 2030, half of all new cars and light trucks should be zero emission vehicles, a mix of battery electric vehicles, plug-in hybrid EVs, and hydrogen. F- you will sell EVs, but the White House still sees future sees a future for burning hydrocarbons. As an executive order, they will also develop a long-term fuel efficiency standards. Wow, I guess actually, I, I mean, I'm not against the idea of um, removing emissions. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard. I can imagine how hard it's going to be. Like, I'm not against the idea. I really, actually, I'm kind of for it. Yeah, I'm just like, I really like it. Which is why this is an unpopular opinion. Because I like gasoline cars, which is the more unpopular opinion. Because give me a gasoline car that has any type of speed. And you can get, say Tesla. Tesla does not have speed, it has torque. I want something with horsepower. And there is no muscle car that comes in an electric car variant. And until there is, I don't like electric cars. Also, they don't last as long, okay? 
I don't want to have to be sitting down, waiting for my car to recharge, doing nothing. Okay? When I can go for a ride to the nearest gas station, which is everywhere, unlike uh, electric charge stations and stuff. Exactly. I think the only problem with it, really, just like, how, well, dude, they gotta add so many charges. They gotta like, literally do a whole, like, all the gas stations gotta replace the crap. Like, uh, I, no way, no, no way we're getting this done by 2030. It's just not possible. I like I like what the uh, efforts are though. I like I like they're at least making an effort to remove emissions. Cause I mean, it's a good thing though. Like they're actually trying to clean up crap. But no cigar. No cigar. Anyways, I'm getting called by random people. Let me go decline that real quick. There we go. Next topic. Okay. Next topic. Yes, we are gonna try to rush through this episode. So next topic is mine. Low semiconductor supplies may yet be a reason for PSY shortages. In an earnings call last night, Sony Sony CFO Hiroki Totuki said that despite worldwide semiconductor shortages, the company has secured a large number of chips that are necessary to achieve the com- company's current production target at least 14.8 million PlayStation 5s consoles in the current fiscal year, which ends in March of 2022. Reg- regardless of the supply of semiconductors, we are not concerned. The statement implies that Sony plans to make and ship at least 12.5 million PS5 units on top of the 10.1 it has already shipped at the end of June. So that production rate would not only be 4% faster than roughly 4,000 units per per day, Sony shipped on average in the system's first 7.5 months on the market. That despite a February statement from Sony Interactive Entertainment President President Jim Ryan suggesting that supply chains improvements by the time we get back by the time we get to the second twenty twenty one you're going to be you're going to see really decent PS five production. So that's, that this is great, okay? Because I will jump when I can see a PS five on a Best Buy or a Walmart shelf at retail or on sale, okay? I am tired yes. of having to go to eBay.com and searching in PS5 eBay. and seeing thousands upon thousands of dollars. I am yes, tired my last ride for exactly two thousand dollars. It is totally not. It's totally worth your money and not a scam. I hear that, man. Okay. Anyway, let's go ahead and finish this up. Next topic. Yes. The last one. Uh, Microsoft Windows 11 outreach efforts aren't going very well. And July twenty first live stream, uh, Microsoft programmer, program manager Aria Carly answered Microsoft Tech Community users questions about the final hardware requirements to upgrade to Windows eleven. Although hardware requirements, including but not limited to TM, TPM sub two support, aren't enforced aren't enforced for Windows um, eleven alpha images available now. Carly confirmed that a hardware four will be real for final versions. What do you think about this? I think this is great. So this this Windows 10, I mean Windows 11. Microsoft tried. But I think it's great that they tried, but they failed. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, we are now so running very great short try, on time. Microsoft, but great try, <laughs> you failed. <laughs> you failed. So, 
That's the show. Well, that's Goodbye. All... <laughs> <laughs> we're still... Yeah, that's the show. Goodbye. We're, we're, too, we're too short on time. This is your fault. You're you're late. This is your fault. I don't even care. I, just, I don't care if it's on recording. It's your fault. And everyone's going to know about that. It's your Are fault. Are you ever going to stop so I can end the show? No. <laughs> okay. I can't stop until you stop talking. Oh, it.